What is going on, party people? Sure, John here again, host of My Personal Mentor. In today's episode, I want to talk about balancing personal and professional life. All right, so you know, our professional lives are going to get really, really busy, especially if you're in these industries of banking, consulting, accounting, even high tech. You know, you spend a lot of time at the office, spend a lot of time with amazing people. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you have amazing people at home. You have family at home. You may have parents who haven't seen you for a while because you're ignoring them, ignoring them because you're a hotshot banker. Uh, or you might you may just be a you know uh, you know in a new relationship. You have a new girlfriend or a new boyfriend, or you may have a, a puppy at home. So every one of those uh, you know people or things in your life, pets in your life, needs your attention. And I want to kind of give you guys a few tips on how do you balance professional life and personal life. So tune in. So before we begin, I just want to mention again, like, you know, my teachable course is online now. So if you're trying to break into these industries of banking, consulting, and accounting, all the knowledge that I've had uh, or built, I guess, uh, over the last 10, 15 years from my own recruiting experiences by interviewing at, you know, uh, multiple, multiple firms, and then teaching thousands of students, and then interviewing a bunch of them uh, during my time at Morgan Stanley, Google, and Morgan Stanley again, you know, I've kind of accumulated all of that knowledge into one easy to take course. Uh, it's a 10-hour long course. It's available online. So check it out at sharejohn.teachable.com or just go to sharejohn.com and see the link from there. All right. So back to the topic. You know, how do you m manage your personal and professional life, especially when you're working as some of these industries? Now, think about it from an aspect of a young professional. You know, you just graduated uh, or you're a summer intern at one of these com big companies or you just started a full-time role. In any of those you know, opportunities or uh, positions, you're spending a fair amount of your day uh, at the job. Now, you know, you may so show up at work at 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. and you'll probably be at work till, you know, 11 p.m., midnight, maybe even later in some of the cases. And, and that's okay and that's normal. But what I would don't want you to do is I want don't want you to lose touch of your personal side, right? Now, personal life and personal relationships are very, very important. The job's going to keep you at the job because, you know, you're getting paid by them and, you know, you have a responsibility. But it's easy to sometimes sideline uh, personal responsibilities. Now, the first responsibility I want to mention to you guys is your own personal responsibility, which is being good to yourself. That means being good to your mind and good to your health, good to your body. So one thing I want to recommend to you is definitely take the time to live a healthy lifestyle, especially when you're in these tough industries. I remember when I was at Morgan Stanley the first time, stress was you know very, very high because I was working pretty late hours, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. almost every night. And I am usually a pretty healthy guy, like I work out and run every day. But then, you know, I started eating unhealthy, started eating late night food, started eating ice cream. My favorite is Haagen-Dazs, as you know, some of you know, uh, green tea specifically. And I had gained like 15 to 18 pounds within a couple of weeks, literally, I kid you not. And I don't want you to go through that because, you know, when you're stressed and things are getting tough, it's easy to kind of lean towards unhealthy food and unhealthy diet. So always keep yourself aware of that. Keep a healthy diet. Try to, you know, avoid junk food. Try to avoid, you know, all these sugary things, things with a lot of salt, things with a lot of oil and fat. And keep yourself a little bit healthy. And obviously you can have your cheat days. But don't lose sight of the fact that health is important. If you're not healthy and your body and mind isn't healthy, you're not going to be able to produce great work. You're not, you're not going to succeed in your own career, professionally and obviously in your personal life. So that's number one. I want you to make sure whatever you eat, you know, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, choose a healthy option. And if you do, you know, slide into a little bit unhealthy, just do it rarely. Don't do it often. The second thing is, 
you know, keeping a healthy body, uh, you know, comes from also not just eating, but also getting yourself into some sort of extracurricular activity. So for me, I knew the hours were tough. So I would either work out in the morning. So I would go wake up early, go to the gym at 7am or 8am, get a 30 minute run or something like that. Or if you know, my had a good relationship with my boss, I would ask them, hey, can I actually take a gym break at 6pm? So these days, a lot of the you know, top firms, they actually want their employees to be healthy and happy. So they'll actually allow you to. So don't be scared to go to the gym at lunch hour or going to the gym at 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. It's your right. And it's actually not only improves you, it actually helps you produce better work. So make that case with your bosses that if you, you know, that you should, you know, if you if you are in that in that in their team, that hey, a healthy mean a healthy mean means a healthy uh, work product and, and a better work environment for everybody. So let you know, let you get out, you know, get out of the office for 40 minutes, 50 minutes, so you can get a quick workout in. Now remember, this doesn't have to be a long two-hour-long workout because otherwise it'll start feeling like a chore. Make it simple, make it short. 30, 30 to 40 minutes, that's maximum, right? Get it so their body's sweating, heart rate's up, you feel good, you shower, you come back, and you're ready to go. So that's the healthy body part. You have a you know great diet, you have a you know a healthy routine, but then also comes with a mindset. You know, having a healthy mind, a mind at peace is important. And this one's a little bit challenging because Remember, like, you know, you're working late hours, you have a lot of work on your plate, and, and it's just hard. It's just hard to, you know, get stress out of your out of your mind. And the only thing I can recommend to you, you know, as a beginning thing is sleep, right? When I was an analyst, I would sleep four hours a day, three and a half to four hours a day on average. That was my, you know, average. And, and I think that added at least 10 years to my life uh, in a negative way. So if you can, at least at a minimum, get six hours of sleep. The way to do it, you know, is, you know, no matter what happens, you know, I know we're glued to our phones, even when we get home, try to get to bed at 12 at the latest, no matter what happens, and wake up at 6am. At least if you do that consistently, and keeping that six hour number in your mind, you'll actually, you know, start improving your health. Now, obviously, the recommended hours of sleep is eight, but that could be hard and could be challenging, especially in an industry like in, in finance or accounting or consulting. So try to like aim at least for a minimum six. If you can get more, great. Uh, I didn't do that, and it, it hurt me, and I don't want it to hurt you guys. So uh, put it, uh, you know, put it front and center of your mind, and you know, sh- switch off all your devices at 11:30 p.m. so you don't have any distractions. And midnight, go to bed, wake up fresh, 6 a.m., go work out. Oh, you'll have an amazing day. All right, so that's just you know that's the first part, which is keeping yourself you know, in a great shape mentally, physically, you know, from a diet perspective and all those other things. Now let's talk about relationships and and other people. How do you, you know, make sure you maintain them along the way and take them along the ride uh, with you, along with you uh, on that ride? So the first thing is, you know, think about people that got you there. And those include your, you know, closest family members, your, you know, parents, obviously, and your siblings. Uh, and it could also include your closest friends, your best friends and folks that are not there, you know, not around you on a daily basis because you're working. These are the people that I want you to keep in your mind on a daily basis. So especially with your parents, like, for example, with my parents, with my mom and dad, I would call them every morning while going to work. Remember, it's not like, you know, when I'm going to work in the morning, I have a 20 minute commute or a 30 minute commute, whatever it is. Trust me, it only takes five minutes to pick up the phone and just call your mom, call your dad, and just be like, hey, things are good, what's going on, what's happened, what's new, going to work. And the tr- tr- truth is, most of these calls, you're not really talking about anything, right? You're just saying hi. 
And the, the benefit though is not only do you say hi, you make them feel really happy. It gets you out of the mindset of stressing about work and all those things. And it's kind of like a mini escape, right? They feel great. You feel great. And the only commitment, the only cost is literally five minutes. It's not even five minutes. I kid you not. Like if I look back at my calls that I used to make to my parents in the morning, you know, maximum three minutes, four minutes, because there's not much to talk about on a daily basis, right? It's just touching base, saying hi, you know, saying hello, saying good morning, and then going to work. And it's a great way to start your day because you've kind of, you know, checked the box with some of the most people in your life, which are your, which is your family. Then when you think about your, you know, uh, second tier of relationships, let's just say, you know, people who aren't family, but they are your closest friends, maybe your best friends, your, you know, socializing circle, those kind of people. Uh, And also like, you know, relationships, the way I would do, you know, balance all of that and how I would uh, balance them. If you have a relationship, if you have, you know, close friends and stuff that you should, you know, you were super close with before all this, you know, job stuff started, but now it's hard to find time. What I want you to do is, you know, dedicatedly set a routine to allocating a few hours of the week to be just with them, right? So what that means is this. Let's say you have a girlfriend and, you know, you guys are building a relationship and things are great, but with, you know, the banking lifestyle and, and or the, you know, a high stress finance, accounting, consulting lifestyle, you can't find time. I want you to allocate one hour on a Wednesday and one hour on a Friday. That's it. Those two hours, so let's just say an 8 p.m. Wednesday, which is kind of a midweek, and an eight, you know, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. or 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. slot for Friday. That is dedicated personal relationship hour, right? And in those hours, what I want you to do is dedicatedly set a routine of having a meal, having dinner with your significant other. And I, t- I kid you not, it changes exactly you know, the whole thing because you know nobody wants to see you every day. I can guarantee you that. But if you see them just a little bit, right, once every few days, it actually makes it a lot easier for you to see them more often. But you start valuing a few things. First, you start valuing their friendship and their your relationship. But you also start realizing, you know what? It's not that hard to take out a few hours of my week to spend time with people that I care and love so much about. So definitely spend time like that. And similarly comes, you know, to time of socializing. You know, on a Saturday morning, go for a brunch with them or on a Friday night, go get, you know, get some drinks with your close friends. Taking time out for these kind of, you know, important people in your life is very, very important. It not only makes you happy, it makes them happy and they're not going to leave you, (laughs) right? Because remember, if you don't give time to people who are in your life, there's a very high chance the distance grows and people start drifting away, drifting away. And the next thing you know, you don't have a relationship or your friends have drifted away and now you're kind of lonely. And I don't want that to happen to you. So if you're in one of these industries, please, please, please stay healthy. You know, get that routine going of having a healthy diet, a healthy mind, getting sleep, all that good stuff. It's not a big, it's not a big investment, but it's going to be an investment that's going to make a, a great return in the future. And similarly with people, right? The people that are outside of your work, take two to three hours of your week and make them dedicatedly you know, other people hours, hours where you will spend time with other folks and, 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 and give them the time, give them your undivided attention. You're not going to be on your phone. You're not going to be on anything. You're going to leave everything behind. You're just going to focus eye to eye, face to face and spend time with them. And I kid you not, give it a couple of years and you'll notice that not only have you maintained the relationship that you had before, you would actually have built even bigger, stronger, and more like amazing, you know, friendships across the, across the board. So good luck with that. Uh, Try to balance personal and professional life. It's going to help you. All right. Next up is a letter from one of my fans.
All right, team. So today's letter comes from Nurusan from Toronto. So Nurusan writes, Dear Sherjan, I honestly cannot believe the amount of sincerity you put into your presentations. I learned so many valuable tools that will help me in the future as I'm only starting first year at the University of Toronto. Besides learning about proper resume formatting and interview etiquette, I also gained something. I gained a tremendous amount of confidence in regards to I too can make investment banking from a non-target school if I work hard, network diligently, and find a passion in the field. I was very depressed about going to the school because I felt there are better schools with a larger body of recruitment um, for investment banking and consulting. But after hearing you speak, I became aware that I cannot limit myself to you know just the competition in Canada, but should also consider the talent in other countries. This really helped me gauge an understanding that the journey to investment banking is a rather not so set in stone type process where you can apply once. I'm really determined to learn as much about the industries uh, and that I want to work for now, both during in school, workshops and books. My perception of persistence has also changed. I'm not much more determined and energetic to wanting the best things in life possible. Your story was highly inspirational and the genuine happiness you receive by engaging others to do better than you is very much a lost trait. My dream is to one day work at an investment bank such as Morgan Stanley, Evercore or JP Morgan. Uh, with that information, with the information that you have taught me in your workshop. I hope to take these tools and apply them in real time to achieve a higher level of professional success. Hope to chat with you at some point later in time. Thank you so much. Sincerely, Nurusan. Nurusan, I appreciated this note, brother. Uh, you know, you were a first year student when you attended my workshop. Now I'm sure you're crushing it in, uh, you know, in some part of the world, hopefully at one of those banks or even at a better bank. Uh, I will find you. You didn't re leave me an email or any contact information, but you know what? The lucky thing is that I am good at networking. So I will uh, find your, dig up your email somewhere and I will reach out to you and I will message you. Uh, these notes mean the most to me. Uh, these are the notes that keep me going and seeing these kind of messages from my students, from my mentees uh, is my everything. I appreciate it and good luck in your life.